Hey, 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 everybody. Um, it's episode two of Unbiased Opinions with Damian Mitchell. And I want to thank everybody for the first episode. I mean, all the feedback I was receiving, all the love, and it wasn't really much hate. It wasn't much hate. Um, everybody, everybody seemed to give me some positive feedback, you know, some cr- constructive criticism, you know, things they want to clean up. But hey, <clears throat> I mean, we're, we're, we're rolling. And uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's, you know, supported me through this. Um, a lot of technical issues, a lot of technical work, but man, I couldn't be more happy to to, to, to keep, you know, de- delivering this. Um, so let's get everything started. First off, that was beautiful. If, if you thought it was a throwback, it, it was because for real, Charlie Wilson, Snoop Dogg, you can't tell me that when that song came, first came out, that it wasn't just, I mean, just pop. It wasn't just pop. Like, I mean, I remember that's when they were rocking you know, like 5X jerseys, baggy pants. Uh, people still had the flip phones, man. It was just starting to get to the sidekick. I mean, that song used to, that song used to bop. And um, I just want to let, let everybody know, no, I'm not, I'm not, you know, receiving, they're not going to receive any royalties, but I am streaming the music from my, uh, from my subscription of choice. Um, so that care covers all the copyright issues. I don't want anybody to think like, "Hey, man, you 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 know for real and all." No, I don't. I don't. I just have the music on my phone, and um, that I pay for a monthly subscription for the music that I listen to, and I feel as though you know they, they'll they'll receive r- royalties from that. I don't know when, but they will. So let's get everything started. Um, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. How about that? New England Patriots prevailed. The winners over the Los Angeles Rams, thirteen to three, in the Super Bowl, and I was, I was, I wasn't impressed. I guess I this was the first time I, I tried to watch it as a fan and not really as a football player anymore. But as a football player, I think it was a very, very, very physical, defensive struggle. I mean, defensive minded game. Uh, it showed that Bill Belichick. I mean, the proof is in the pudding for the Patriots. You don't think of the Patriots without thinking. Bilicic, Brady, as in Tom Brady. And that's the thing. Tom Brady didn't even have a touchdown pass. But yet, if you put the ball in his hands when the game matters, I mean, it, what what can you do? Sonny Michelle, SEC, Georgia boy, the only touchdown of the game. You can argue that L.A. could have scored when uh, that long pass on Jerry Goff. When I mean, if you if you look at it from a, from from the sky, Brandon Cooks was wide open, and Jared just he saw him too late. He overthrew it, left the ball hanging a little bit, and that's where McCourty came in. He was actually, I think he was like two or three yards away from like the numbers. So it was a very very long way to go as a DB, but that's why they get paid the big bucks. I mean, he saw it, went back, broke it up. <laughs> And the Rams never really threatened again. Um, but by far, one of the best games, I mean, as a if you were a football player, those kind of games that you play for, I mean, low scoring, you know, everybody wants to see offense. I mean, as a fan, I wanted to see some offense. I thought it was going, I thought it was gonna be a light them up. Two of the strongest offenses this past season. And then they only put up 16 points total in the Super Bowl. Ah, 
Uh, we could have we were expecting like 16 points in like the first two drives of the game. But again, the Patriots prevailed. My thing about Tom Brady is like people, he's been to nine Super Bowls, won six of them. Think about all the NFL greats who who don't even who haven't even scratched the surface of a Super Bowl. Like we just talk about, I mean, Dan Marino, he went to one, didn't win it, never, you know, never even a, I mean, it wasn't even close. And you think about the winners out there. Peyton Manning only has what, two of them? One with the Colts, one with the Broncos. Eli has two. Eli's 2-0 and in the Super Bowl. That's the thing, the Giants. If Eli gets you to the Super Bowl, he wins. And it's not just he wins, he beats Tom Brady. <laughs> so, I mean, the, I, think about it. So, do you consider him like a an all-time great just because he, of those two Super Bowl wins? Because when you sit when you, like sit down and think about it. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not really sold on Eli Manning. But... He can say thing. He can say something that Jared Goff can't. I beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, buddy. <laughs> no matter if I throw seventy-five interceptions in the regular season, I got two rings. Ha <laughs> ha. But um, you know. But Brady, Brady. I mean, I mean him and LeBron James in my eyes are two of the best. Just like those two. When you think of winning, you think of success, you think of longevity, those are the two. I mean, you could say Kobe Bryant, but, you know, Kobe's already retired now, but, like, active, active players right now. LeBron, think about the the impact he's made in basketball. And not really just in basketball. Like, I was talking to somebody, I was talking to a couple of my friends, and I was explaining to them that LeBron James – is the is the greatest basketball player I've like I've ever witnessed, I've ever watched. I didn't grow up with Michael Jordan, so I didn't I can't say that. I mean, the highlights, I mean, they do speak it for themselves. Like Michael, yes, Michael was absolutely, I mean, absolutely wonderful. I will always and forever give Michael Jordan his props. But as far as me, like growing up watching basketball, LeBron James has always been now I wouldn't even say top five. He's top two, and he's not number two. I'll say that each and every season. I believe LeBron James is the best basketball player. I also think he is I also think he is one of the greatest humanitarians on this planet. The man opened up a school. Like you realize LeBron James didn't go to college. Didn't like didn't there was no it was high school. There wasn't a one and done. I mean, most people some people were doing it at the time, but it was no Oh yeah, I need to go to college to fine tune my skills. No, they knew that child from Akron, Ohio, was going to be an NBA just superstar. But no one would have ever thought he would have grown up to be the man that he is, all because of a game. And you telling me, and people would say that sports don't, you know, sports people need to stay in sports. No, no, think about that. Because of basketball, this man has used his tools to better not just himself, his family, but like other people that he doesn't even know. The man opened up a school. You realize that the graduates from the Hope School 
get a full ride to the University of Akron. Like this man is paving the way for not just you, not like he's paving the way for kids that had basically had the same upbringing as him. He grew up without a father. Basketball was his outlet. He knew he wanted to be great. <laughs> great is an understatement. Like, I feel like there are some players and some people that you just have to put in the Hall of Fame, like as they're continue play. LeBron James could not play another game in the NBA from here on out. And I'm like, I am 2000% positive that when his name comes up in Hall of Fame, it is when I, it's what's another, what's a stronger word for unanimous? Like somebody needs to let me know what a stronger word for unanimous is. It's like, it's like just written in stone. Like they've been carving his name since he stepped, since he first put up, since he's made his first basket in the NBA. They knew he was going to be great. And just think about the things that he's done. It's it's more, think about it, more than a game. His documentary, coming up through high school, St. Vincent, St. Mary's. Like the kid has just, I mean, he's done nothing but work to work for what he's got. He might as well reap the benefits. And you'd think that was for somebody that has so much stature and opinions and, and voice, LeBron just takes everything and just rolls with it. I follow him on Instagram, Twitter, like it on Facebook. I mean, I like LeBron James to me is he's the closest thing to he's like the sports version of Michael Jackson. I'm talking about his music, is Michael Jackson music now. Like, I mean, you think like Thriller, Off the Wall, Dangerous, Bad. Like, you know, Michael was, I don't care what anybody says, he might have done some things, you know, away from music that were questionable. But when it comes to music, Michael Jackson, hey, the number speak from the dude bought a, a ranch. Like, I'm, I'm, he named it Neverland. Like, anyway, <laughs> but thank you back, back to LeBron. That's the kind of impact I believe he's made in his time in the NBA. Yeah, you can question him, you know, leaving Cleveland the way he did, but he went to Miami, played with Dwayne Wade, played with Chris Bosh, and that's what started this whole finals legacy thing. I mean, yeah, the first the first year they go, they get beat by Dallas in the finals. But they were, I mean, they were the super, they were a super team at that time. I can honestly say. But it's not like Miami was some uh, some dynasty at that time. They were coming off of a first round exit. I mean, they were just down. Dwayne Wade needed some help, and Dwayne Wade, I mean, he. Basically, it was like, you know, yeah, I was the face of Miami, but I also understand what it takes to win a championship. It's called sacrificing. And that's what he did. Sacrifice to let LeBron and Chris Bosh, two superstars at that time, to come down and, 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 you know, build something. And they did that. They won, beat OKC, beat San Antonio, got two. Then LeBron left again, well, left Miami to go back to Cleveland. Everybody was trying to dust off the ashes of their old LeBron jerseys and love on them again. And he and he finished his promise. He gave them a championship. 
against the 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 super team, the Monstars, aka the Golden State Warriors. Seventy three and nine, the greatest basketball team to walk the planet. And LeBron beats them. They blew a three one lead. I mean. You can say it was rigged. You can say, no, 3-1, it's not rigged. There's nothing rigged about it. And now he's in L.A. And I feel like LeBron is doing his, doing his swan song. I think, he's, I think he's starting to realize that, you know, I can't play forever. So I feel like he, if he's, when he retires, I feel like he's going to have one of those things where he's going to be one of those one-day contracts, he goes back to Cleveland and retires a Cavalier. But you know his jersey's going to be hanging in the rafters of Staples Center, Quicken Loans Arena, and down there in Miami. I think it's American Airlines. I'm not sure, but, you know. But still, like the man's legacy goes bigger than just basketball. The man is just a humanitarian. He cares about social issues. He talks about it. He's not afraid to let people know how he feels about it. The man wears, you know, he he supports Colin Kaepernick. I know that's a touchy subject, but I mean, the man's not afraid. Like he doesn't use he doesn't use basketball as an excuse. He doesn't use sports as an excuse like some people do. Like, oh man, I just played a game. Nah, you're a human. You're here in the U.S. Last time I checked, we had the freedom to say whatever we want. And LeBron James does that. So, I mean, how can you not like the guy? I mean, I just, I don't understand why. But the coolest thing is, though, like one of the coolest things I like about LeBron is that when he's on your team, you then become expendable because if LeBron doesn't want to play with you, <laughs> I mean, he'll just, it's, it's, he's basically a general manager no matter what team he goes to. Think about it. Remember the team he took to the finals last year? In the beginning of the season, it was a whole different, I mean, a whole different team. Like you realize Dwayne Wade was once a Cleveland Cavalier. Isaiah Thomas was once a Cleveland Cavalier. Iman Shumpert was once a Cleveland Cavalier. But like when LeBron James left Cleveland the second time, he he, you know, he ugh, he left Cleveland in shambles. And <laughs> like, hey, Brian, you uh, you gonna you know you gonna come back? Nah, nah. <laughs> let me go ahead. Let me go out to this West Coast. See what's going on. He's riding off in the sunset. It's like, I mean, he said it himself. He doesn't have much left to prove. I mean, he really doesn't. At this point, he's kind of just saying how long, he's just seeing how long he can dominate. And the way that he trains, the way he goes about his day-to-day stuff, I mean, if he stays healthy, LeBron can James, LeBron James can play till he's at least, I say, 45. And the way the NBA is now, if you don't have a jump shot, you basically... I mean, if you, you might as well just get out of the league anyway. And as you get older, you, you know, you lose that jumping ability. And 
I wouldn't say jumping ability, but you can't throw it like Vince Carter, for example. Vince Carter is not the insane dunker he once was. Like, I feel like Vince Carter is like one of those old men. Like, man, you better be glad. I'm. You better be lucky. I'm giving you a layup because if I jump any higher, like you know, my back gonna give out. <laughs> but it's just the love of the game. It's the love of the game. LeBron, I don't see LeBron playing 40, you know, 38, 40 minutes, 45 minutes a game. But, I mean, he probably could. But why would you want to do that in year 22, <laughs> year 23 in the league? I just, I mean, I don't see how he wouldn't stop playing. I don't see how he can stop playing. Like Kobe, you kind of knew that it was starting to wind down because of the injuries and L.A. wasn't doing well. And it was just, I mean, he wasn't the same athlete. He wasn't the same killer that he was, you know, in his prime. Because I don't care what you say, the Mamba mentality, like Kobe, Kobe Bryant, I will say, is a philosopher. Because Kobe is a competitor at all, in all things. Like, I feel like Kobe Bryant would try to beat me in a garbage, you know, like a, a paper towel and a, garbage can talk like competition and then i'm gonna holler his name when i do it i do a step back <laughs> kobe and he go like nah no no i don't think so like he just has the drive to be great and that's just something you, you don't have like you should i don't think you can be taught how to be great it's got to be something within motivation is temporary inspiration is permanent what inspires you? Think about it. When you go to your job, like you, you know you're going to have bad days. But what inspires you to keep going? What, is, what are your goals? Like Kobe was like, you know, I can't dominate like I once was. So why keep suffering these injuries? And risk, you know, further damage down the road. You know, I'm hanging him up the Mamba way. He dropped 60 in his last game. Like Kobe Bryant dropped 60 in his last game. What other way could you do? Like, I feel LeBron James on his last game, he's going to drop a triple-double. He's just going to do it. I, I, can, I can see it happening now. LeBron James will drop a triple-double in his last ever NBA basketball game, just to prove to people that, you know what? I ain't, I mean, I still go, I'm still always, I'm always going to have it. It's just my time is up. It's ran its course. So we'll leave it at that. Let's see what else we have on our agenda today. Oh yeah. 21 Savage. I actually sent out a, I wasn't really a poll, but I made a Snapchat update, a Snapchat post, you know, the other day. And I was just saying, you know, I was talking about the NBA and Super Bowl are going to be talked about. And I left some stuff out there um, as far as like what people want me to talk about. 21 Savage. So 21 Savage has been living his best life here in America. And everybody was like, oh, man, he's so he's straight from Atlanta. You know, he doing his rap thing. He I don't care what you say. 21 Savage evolved as a rapper. For, if you listen to his albums all the way up until the, like his the, the name of his last album is 
I am greater than I was. Greater than I was. Like, this is not the old slaughter gang, murder gang. Like, that's not the old, that's the old 21 Savage. 21 Savage wrote a song to his mama. He brought in a super, super fire song a lot with J. Cole. I mean, just 21 Savage grew, like he saw himself grow into this superstar. And he realized, like, you know, I, yeah, I can talk about his rap and stuff, but, you know, he a, a thug, real thugs need love too, man. He ain't ashamed to say, you know, like, he in his feelings. <laughs> and 21, I mean, his his bars are simple, but, like, they go hard. And they match they match him. And in all of saying this, he's not even from America. Woo! Well, I know that made a lot of people mad. Yeah. He's from the UK. He's being detained right now. He overstayed his visa. He's been in America since he was 12. The guy is from the UK, the United Kingdom, the UK, 21 Savage. We're talking about the guy with the tattoo on his forehead. It's a knife. It's a knife. That 21 Savage. Like this, this is such a big deal because it's like the guy had like, besides make money and entertain, what has he done wrong? Seriously. Like I am on the free 21 Savage bandwagon right now. I I will ride it until he is free. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the boat. I'm with him. Take me instead. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Nah, don't, don't take me. Y'all can leave him locked up, but you know, but still free, free him. Cause you know, I feel like he needs to go on the breakfast club and talk about this. Like Charlamagne, God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy, they all talk. I mean, this would be another perfect time for 21 Savage to come on over the radio and talk. Shoot, he can come to unbiased opinions and talk to me. Because I mean, it gets to a point where it's like the, the guy didn't do anything but just. I mean, he finessed his way around it. I'm pretty sure he probably knew his visa was expired. But, like, again, he was a child when he came over here. So, it's like, he probably didn't even know. But the guy's just, I mean, it's 21 Savage, man. Come on. Let him go. Let him let him go. <laughs> I mean, the guy just, he's done nothing but make great music. I mean, a lot of his music, I can't even say because I try to keep it family-oriented. But still. The guy's done nothing but just live the American dream that I'm trying to get to. He just did it in, in his own lane, in his own way. So why why make him suffer? Yeah, okay, you know. Oh, he's in a, let me guess. Now he's an illegal immigrant. So you tell him you're going to put 21 Savage behind that wall? <laughs> like, hey, if, he, if he's not from here, he's, he's a problem. Let's put him behind the wall. Man, if 21 Savage had to go behind the wall and entertain Mexico, I, you might as well, I'm going to Mexico. I'm going, I'm going down there. 
I'm just playing, y'all. I'm just playing. I ain't about to do all that. Don't don't take what I say to heart. It's just fun. It's just fun. But that's my unbiased opinion about it. Let the guy go. Like there are so many other things going on within the US. Like there are so many other things, like I don't even think I have enough time. Like who? That may be episode three. I'll just put it like that. That may be episode three. I might just bypass the sports and it'll just be unbiased opinions with Damian Mitchell and let me just vent. We ain't gonna have we're not gonna play any music. It's gonna it's gonna sound like NPR. It's gonna sound just like a a one long commercial. And all you hear is my voice. But let the guy go. Let the guy go. Like, if 21 Savage, if he does get released, I want him to drop an album the next day and just talk about his experience of being detained, looked at as a an outcast, as he, he's been Zone 6 at Atlanta for so long, but now 21 Savage, no more. The 21 Savage documentary, that would be extreme. Extreme. I'm going to start having guests on this podcast in the next few episodes. Um, Not so much just, you know, geared towards sports, but I want to hear some other people's unbiased opinions. I just want to talk, you know, it could be about sports. It could be about social issues going on. Or it could just, you know, talk about the connection that I have with the guest. But if you would like to be a guest on Unbiased Opinions, Give me a call. You can call me at 334-419-3195. Again, that is 334-419-3195. Text, call. You can Snapchat me at RunDM6. Message me on Instagram, same, at RunDM6. Twitter, at RunDM6. Hey, catch catch my drift? (laughs) RunDM6 will forever, forever live on. Or just message me on Facebook, Damian Mitchell. The, The biggest thing I want people to do is just have fun. Sit back, relax. I mean, I'm not really going to dive into the sports. Man, this is just Damien being Damien and just talking. Like, just talk. Let's come out here. Let's have a good time. I'm pretty. I'm pretty easygoing guy for the most part. I mean, most people, when they talk to me, they're like, son, I did not know you were this, you know, just this open. I mean, I'm pretty much an open book, man. If anything you want to know, just ask me. I'm all about just having fun. I'm all about, you know, creating personal relationships. I mean, if you ever talk to me, I don't want something to be like, oh, yeah, I remember him as being, you know, this, you know, just this cocky guy, this, uh, this and that. And no, I want you to be like, that guy is genuine. He smiles. He laughs. He loves to have a good time. My biggest joy is seeing other people have joy. That's what makes me happy. That's what makes me happy. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm human. I have bad days. But the last thing I want to do is let you see me having a bad day. Because I am, I'm Damien. I'm that guy. If anybody's smiling, it's going to be me. I try to look at the positive in everything, in everything. If you, find, if you search and dig for the positive, I'm telling you, it will, it will brighten it up. We all go, we're all human. We all go through struggles. 
We all go through struggles. Like this life, life is not easy. Nobody is going to give you a blueprint on how to live your life from day one to that last breath that you take. Nobody's going to tell you how to do, how to live it. You just have to live it. I mean, who would I would have never thought when I graduated high school or not even graduate back when I was a child that I would have the technology that I have now to be able just to speak on a platform like this. You know, I'm literally just having fun with a microphone, man. That's all I'm doing. That's all. Like, life is already hard enough. You might as well have some fun while you go through with it. You might as well try new things. Get out of your comfort zone. I mean, it's hard for me to get out of my comfort zone. I mean, I'm sitting down doing this. I'm pretty comfortable. But still, I would have never known how to do this 10 years ago, 20 years ago. That's crazy. I can use 20 years ago, like, you know, something. I'll just be two, but still, but. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, I don't mind talking. I don't mind talking to people. I enjoy it. That's how you learn. That's how you get acquainted to people. I feel like I can strike up a conversation with anybody. I may not be well versed in it. I may not be, well, I may not have the expertise in some conversations, but still, I'm going to listen, I'm going to smile. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to have, we're going to have fun. Like, I don't know anybody that has ever met me that didn't say that they didn't have a good time. Like, that's my biggest thing. As long as the, as long as people around me are smiling, having fun, I'm going to have fun. I I promise you. Just like success. Like, I love when people that I know are winning, thriving in whatever that they do. I like I genuinely like I love that. I get crunk off that as people would say. Like my best friends in college. Like I Kerrigan Pennington. He's going to med school. Justin Woolfolk. He's getting ready to go to PT school. My guy Tadrick Williams. They call him money. National Guard. Like how can I not be happy? When all of my friends are just like, we're all living our best life. Smile, smile. Like Lil Duval, he said it best. Smile, like just smile. Like we have so many reasons to frown. Put a smile on your face, man. Everybody knows life is hard. We all are living it. But man, like I'm telling you, I like, I love I love seeing people succeed. I love that stuff. I love it. I love it. Because I feel as though if I see you succeeding and I call you my friend, that's only going to make me, that's only going to motivate me to succeed along with you. So if you're going to eat, I'm going to eat. If I'm going to eat, you're going to eat. I'm it, like, we're all in this together, man. We are all connected. We are all connected in some way or form. And plus, I'm going to throw this out here. It's Black History Month, baby. It's February. 
You thought black people were going to get crazy. Oh, every February, you know it. Not just every February, every day of our life, to this day, as, uh, as Deontay Wilder would say. I, I love the skin that I'm in. I'm dark skinned. I am, I am under your bed black. I'm talking about if, if I had sunglasses on and a do-rag at nighttime, Lord have mercy. Y'all think I'm somebody's shadow. But when I tell you I am comfortable in the skin that I am in, man, can't nobody live a better life than Damian Mitchell living. Nobody. I don't care what you say. I don't think there's anybody out here that has as much fun in life than I do. Like I can sit down in my bed. I can lay down in my bed, play my PlayStation, play baseball game. I mean, I might be bored out of my mind, but I promise you I'm having fun because I probably got all kind of music playing. I'm thinking about the future. I'm thinking about what if I would have stuck with baseball back in high school because I don't care what you say. I batted 418 my senior year. Coming at you, Kobe Chambers. <laughs> yeah. Dropped the, drop the home run my senior year. That's the kind of stuff I do. I sit back and I reminisce. I'm like, man, I have had a wonderful life. Yes, there's been ups. Yes, there's been downs. But look at me now. Graduated high school. Graduated college. Graduated from one of like the, the best institution in these United States at Birmingham Southern College for whatever, baby. I believe black and gold. But it's the people that I've come in, I've come in contact with, I've encountered along the way. That make it so much, that makes it so much better. Like, I don't, I don't care what you say. I think one of my biggest traits, one of my best traits is just love. Like, I genuinely love people. Like, I don't, I don't have time to hate. I don't have time. Like, I, I have so much on my plate and there's so much I want to do. Like I don't have time to hate on somebody. I don't. It takes too much energy. It takes too much it takes too much out of me. That because that means I'm giving it too much thought. People might listen to this podcast and think like this is trash, Damien. Like you should stop. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I mean, unless, you know, I just get too busy and I have to put it to the side, but like I mean, this might not even like I've spent more time talking to you about just Damien and some real stuff, and I have sports. And here I was thinking it was going to be a sports podcast. I literally just enjoy this. Like, I have so much fun doing this. And just talking, like, just talking to people and just being around people and just knowing how their experiences in life has gone. Like, when I tell people I'm from Maplesville, Alabama, they like, huh? Maplesville? Like, yes, I'm from Maplesville, Alabama. Yes. That's exactly where I'm from. That's what made me. That's how I got here. If it wasn't for Maplesville, it wouldn't be any Birmingham. It wouldn't be any Damian Mitchell. So, like I said, man, life is already tough. Life is already hard enough. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. I'm telling you. Because you never know. You never know when you can be a blessing to somebody. I've learned that. 
like somebody on this podcast may be like, you know what, Damien, man, like I, I love listening to your voice. I love hearing you, you know, just talk about stuff. It's not just, you know, just sports all the time. It's not. That's why I tell people, like, just let me know what you want to hear me talk about. It's no big deal. Like at all. At all. Like, do y'all want me to? I mean, I can have episodes where it doesn't even revolve around sports. All y'all got to do is just let me know. Just let me know. But, like they say, all good things must what? Come to an end. So, I'm going to leave y'all. And I'm going to leave y'all with a song.